0: Well, we're going to bring you the first scoreboard show of the year. And, man, is it going to be exciting. It was just an awesome night of great action. And we're going to bring you all the information about it. But we want to thank our sponsors that bring you this program. And we have a brand new one. And that's Iowa Tire in Fairfield, Iowa. They've come on and sponsored the uh, Van Buren Warriors, the Pekin Panthers, and the Fairfield Trojans tonight. Well, uh. Also, I want to mention all the other great ones that have been with us. Uh, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Western Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, uh, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and the Packwood Locker, uh, soon to be Richland Meats and Groceries or uh, soon to be Grinders Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Thanks so much, guys, for helping us. And you guys are going to really enjoy this program. Well, this year the Fairfield Trojans are going to be sponsored by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, who's soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Ritzland, Iowa. We have Coach Wing on. Coach, uh, uh you went up against uh, uh Johnny Bowen, coached uh, uh Mount Pleasant Panthers in uh, a, a rivalry of Mount Pleasant and Fairfield. It's just about as as uh, a big and as strong a rivalry as there is anywhere in Southeast Iowa, uh, and uh, uh, after a really spirited uh, uh, first half, uh, uh, even more spirited uh, second half, I guess you would say. Um, uh, but you put a lot of points on the board, and you demonstrated a lot of big play capability in that game, and your defense also played very, very well. Uh, uh, we have Coach Wheaton. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thank
1: you very much. Good to be here.
0: Well, just um, – First, tell our listeners what the score was, and then kind of go through the game, uh, if you would, you know, first quarter, second quarter, and on, on and, and talk, and then uh, we'll we'll visit a little bit about uh, uh, what happened last night.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, you alluded to it earlier. I mean, great rivalry game, certainly a, a great game to start the season with, I think, for both teams. Um, you know, coming in with a lot of unknowns, you know, new head coach, new scheme. Uh, Not a lot of chance and not a lot of opportunity to see uh, and prepare kind of like you normally would for a for a game, probably on both sides, which is, um, you know, which is challenging. You know, I think for us, it started with, you know, know, I think this is the best preparation that our kids and our coaching staff has had coming into a game. Uh, in the last few years, everybody really buckled down last week with the heat. And um, and so I'm just really proud of the preparation that our kids and coaching staff put into this game. And it showed uh, from start to finish on Friday night. Um, you know, first quarter, we certainly uh, we, we won the coin toss. We, we took the football as we as we normally would. Uh, but we really wanted to establish our presence uh, up front both offensively and defensively and defensively right out of the gate. And I can't say, uh, Dave, I, I'd love to talk about every single kid. I'm not going to do that, but here's what I will talk about. I'll talk about our front, our front guys. Um, the heavies up front, both offensively and defensively, really just played a spectacular uh, football game across the board. I can't be any happier. And when that happens, um, it just opens up the opportunities that we saw uh, throughout the game our running backs hit the holes faster than than they have uh, they were able to get in and make the plays that they needed to make and and so it, it just everything everything started up front for us on Friday night and really set the tone for the game I was really pleased with those guys so um, established the run game you know kind of right out of the gate uh, we were fortunate to score uh, you know on our first on our first series um, you know excuse me on our second series. Uh, coming in, so we saw some things in the run game that we liked, both uh, with our tailback, Kaysen Miller, and our fullback, Wyatt Johnson, both did a really great job uh, throughout the game, so established the run game uh, through, you know, scored the second quarter uh, on a nine-yard run from Kaysen Miller. Carter Moore did a great job for us, extra point, and actually had a field goal late in the game. But for us, uh, through all the quarters, Dave, really, I could go play by play, and I could go run by run, but um, we just we had uh, an incredible game on the ground uh, on Friday night. 347 total yards, uh, running the ball 47 times. You know, Kason Miller, tailback, had 236 yards. Wyatt Johnson had uh, just shy of 100 yards. Both averaged over five yards a carry. Um, that's it, it, really all I can. That's really all I can say. And it really, again, like I said, it started with the guys up front and uh, they established what we needed them as to establish and everybody else did their job uh, offensively defensively i think the story is is just the same we played really good sound defense the offense did a good job of controlling the clock and controlling the tempo of the game defense um didn't have to spend long runs out there um you know the the one touchdown that we gave up was the special teams so i'll get into that uh but the other touchdown was uh, the Mount Pleasant quarterback just threw a really great ball, and and the receiver made a really good, really great play.
0: Yeah, I concur with uh, and, that. in
1: triple coverage. I mean, it's you know oh, that was we can't a really fault play. our guys. Oh, it was oh. a beautiful play on their part. And our message to our guys is, you know what? Sometimes that's going to happen. Guys are just going to make great plays, and we're going to be on the on the losing end of it. And so, if you look at it defensively, we just we played really sound, physical football. I was really happy with our guys up front again. Um, doing their job, being physical, set, you know, reestablishing the line of scrimmage, a lot really allowed our linebacker play to be top notch, um, and so just uh, I don't know, I, I'm just really happy with. It was a great team football win right out of the gate for us on Friday night.
0: Well, uh, 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 the first half uh, was really one of the best halves of mm-hmm. uh, I saw all night long, um, yep. and I thought Mount Pleasant really did play well. Uh, in the first half, but there's a lot of humidity. And uh, uh, you have not only uh, uh, probably a bigger roster than he does, but you have more guys that you can go to. You know what I mean? You have just more talented, you know, your your 10th and 20th, and and you probably got five guys on the bench that could, you know, conceivably start on some other teams. So I think the heat kind of wore them down a little bit, uh, uh, and it probably wore you guys down too. But uh, the second half, you guys heated up. Like, I I just – just the points just kept coming up and up and up and up uh, yep. and the big plays, you know, the, the, the 20 yard plays and plus, uh, uh, who, who, who was, uh, well, let's talk about Talon Bates there. Uh, he's your quarterback, mm-hmm. right?
1: No, Talon Bates is our, uh, what we call our four back, um, Landon Nodrift is our quarterback.
0: Okay. Well, how, well, give me a little assessment of what you thought of his performance.
1: You know, I I was really pleased with Landon. Um, Here's a kid who hasn't played the position before. We put him there based on some, um, you know, offensive scheme ideas and some athleticism we called. I thought Landon did a really great job uh, leading leading the offense. I think he did a really good job of managing the football game. Offensively, certainly a good job managing the run game uh, and making sure that we were were doing what we were supposed to do. Uh, We all know – you know, Landon and, and everybody knows we've got to spend some time, um, in the passing game this week, you know, we, we saw some things early on that we just, that we weren't comfortable with. And, and so I think we'll be a little more diligent in making sure we work on those things this week, but overall performance with Landon, I was very pleased, you know, first game out, um, first time ever starting a varsity football game as a quarterback. I was pleased with, with what he did and, and uh, he led the offense to a to a solid solid showing, and uh, he should get credit for that.
0: Well, uh, um, how much It seemed like he threw a lot of passes and uh, or uh, uh, to some different receivers and stuff. Uh, but we were pretty successful when he did throw the ball. Can you tell me talk about his what kind of passing stats and stuff did he have, and who got the balls?
1: Well, he uh, we didn't actually throw the ball that much, Dave. We only threw the ball. Um, well, we threw it a total of six times, but. Um, two of them were were called back uh one was due to a penalty and another one was just uh, well both were penalties uh but one was delay a game and one was holding so his overall stats were one for four uh and it, it was only a couple yards so that's where i say uh we need to work on our passing game that's not necessarily landon uh and landon's issue that's uh, coaches and, and coaching game plan just need to make sure we re- rework that we we need to make sure that that uh teams know that we can
0: run and pass and we'll be working on that this week in practice well, uh, uh we'll talk about uh well you did talk about the running yards tell me a little bit about uh, uh johnny bowen's uh mount pleasant panthers well um what are they doing well and what did they do that was it was tough for you guys
1: well i think on the defensive side of the ball you know they played really good um they played good physical defense i think they, their linebacker play was especially troubling for us as we kind of tried to figure out how they adjusted, they—I give his coaching staff credit—they adjusted very quick to what we were having some success with early on in the run game. Um, you know, we 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 had some success early with power, and uh, they they made a really good adjustment, um, and so they were able to move guys in and out of the box to to, to make sure that they um, were there offensively. You know, I think um, I think. They just had a hard time getting going. i think they've got some players. uh I don't know his name, but number one um certainly stung us in special teams uh, quite a few times, but certainly an athlete for them and and a playmaker. so I think as they get as they get more comfortable in coach's offensive scheme and and what he's trying to do with the program as a new head coach, I think they're gonna they're certainly gonna be somebody to to be to not be messed with in the future, and we're we're excited to keep the rivalry
0: going. Well, we're talking to fairfield trojans uh, uh head coach uh coach wheaton uh who's uh fairfield trojans put up 38 points uh, uh to mount pleasant's 14 uh with a big big second half also had about three touchdowns called back
1: yeah i think yeah i think it was two touchdowns called back total and then we had a big play call back but uh you know that's that's just the, the nature of the game you you know sometimes you. Sometimes those go in your favor and sometimes they don't. In this case, it, it didn't go in our favor, but it gives us, uh, you know, it gives us certain, certainly comfort to tell We could have, in theory, we could have put up more than 38 points, which is pretty impressive for, for what we're trying to do.
0: Well, uh, uh, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about before? Because I really want to talk to you about this Fort Madison game.
1: <laughs> no, no, I think we covered everything on the on the Mount Pleasant game. We're happy to come away with a, uh, you know, a season kickoff win and the kids, uh, it, it, again, I, it was just a really great team football win across the board. And I'm really proud of our kids for that.
0: Well, uh, I, I talked to coach Doherty, uh, and he said wow. you always give him a hard game. Uh, he said the first time you ever played him, we took, it took him in a double overtime. Uh, I did. uh, Fort Madison and Fairfield is, uh, uh, maybe, uh, uh, one inch lower than, Fairfield Mount Pleasant. I mean, this is as old a battle as, as you're yep. going to get. These are two teams that grinded it out over the last hundred years, uh, uh over and over and over again. Many, a uh, many a time, this game is the, the decider on the, uh, the district title, you know, yep. uh, although you guys are in different conferences this year or, or districts this year, but, uh, um, Nonetheless, this game is going to have a lot of fans in the seats, and uh, uh, a lot of hooping and hollering, and a lot of excitement. And there's going to be a lot of eyes on there, as this is uh, the Round Guy game of the week.
1: <laughs> well, we're honored for that. That's uh, that's a big deal. This is a uh, uh, since I've been the head coach, this is my fifth year as head coach. This has probably been one of the of the uh, the best rivalries, uh, not just the schools and the history and the, and the longevity of, of both of these teams. But, you know, coach Doherty is a, is a good friend of mine outside of, of, uh, you know, the, the coaching realm. He's a great coaching colleague. And, uh, you know, there's one night that I really don't like him that happens to be this Friday night. <laughs> uh, but, but most other nights uh, just really appreciate the, the camaraderie that he and I have. So the, the rivalry in the game means a more than just the boys on the field. It's a good rivalry between coaches, and and um, and so yeah, we're really excited to come in on Friday night. Fort Madison's always a tough place to play. Um, you know, great stadium, great atmosphere, and Coach Doherty always has his guys ready to go. So we'll, we'll have a battle on our hands Friday night. There's no question about it.
0: Well, as an old Trojan myself, I don't hate it when you win, huh? Mm-hmm. Ever. No, oh, no, we no. don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh this game is gonna be a big one. Uh um, I talked it over with Scotty Melvin and uh, uh he's pretty sure uh whatever team wins this game uh is gonna be in the power five uh rankings that he puts out every week. Uh uh if you needed any any more pressure. Uh <laughs> But let's talk about what you're gonna. Uh, um, what what the I don't know if you've had a chance to look at any film. Uh, you know oh, yeah. they, they slugged out a a, a fifteen to uh, twelve uh, victory against a really really tough Burlington team that, that uh, has uh, the missile Caden Chisel down there, and uh, his stats were a, a sizzling. Uh, 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 what are you gonna have to do to stop uh, uh, this uh, Fort Madison team?
1: Well, offensively, um, you know, I'll start there. You know, we're just going to have to continue to play really good, uh, sound football. I mean, we're going to have to have another performance like we did last week. Uh, again, step one: control the line of scrimmage. Backs are going to have to be uh, quick to the hole. We know Coach Doherty is going to watch film on us and see uh, where we had some success, even big play success on Friday night. You know, I think the key to to winning on offense is to not get Caught up in the fact that we put up thirty-eight points on on uh, Friday night, so that that should be the expectation. So we got to erase that and just continue to play our game and and make sure at the end of the night we have more points than the other guy. It could be fourteen to seven. It could be it could be uh, you know it could be ten to seven. It could be seven. It, it doesn't matter. Um, we have to just establish our game and and stay with it offensively, defensively. I think we're going to see um, you know much more. Uh, much more balanced run to pass, you know, coach does a good job of, of running the football and, and throwing the football. We're going to see that spread formation, which we didn't see much of this week, uh, Friday night. We're going to see a lot of, a lot of trips and a lot of two by twos, uh, which gives us, you know, just more, um, more room for error, I suppose. So we're just really locking in and being prepared to see those, those different formations they have got, um, you know they've got some some good athletes. Quarterback certainly a solid guy. Teague Smith um, certainly a hard a hard runner, great athlete. Um, so we're going to have our hands full, and I think our our biggest thing uh, coming off of Friday night. You can talk offense and defense all you want. The the biggest thing we have to clean up is our special teams play. Well, I mean, we uh, just we we have been below average there, and we're going to have to clean that up and make that a uh, make that an advantage on Friday night
0: instead of a disadvantage. Okay. Well. Uh- Teams. Uh, I talked to a lot of the coaches. Says just that hundred and three uh, degree temperatures and ninety nine degree temperatures that were uh, befallen this week kind of limited their uh, uh, preparation time. Uh, uh, they just couldn't be out in the field as long as they wanted, and they couldn't go as hard as they wanted uh, uh, to get as much in. Uh, uh, and they they had they struggled. A lot of teams struggled with penalties. Uh, a lot of teams struggled with kicking the extra point. That, that was uh, uh, Something I noticed a lot last night. Uh, um, tell me about what areas of, of the team you, you need to clean up. You mentioned the special teams. Uh, and what do you do to, uh, uh, how do you how do you, you, you identify the problem and then how do you communicate it to the players and then maybe have the coaches make some kind of adjustments to try and get better in those areas?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at, if you look at the three legs of the stool for us, offense, defense, and special teams, I think how you, how you get both coaching staff and players better offensively and defensively is you know you watch a lot of film you look at technique uh, you pull the goods and you pull the needs improvements and you really educate and spend time you know s- slowly right you don't jump right back into it you spend time watching film you be methodical about what we need to fix and why and make sure we show it and then take that out um, and show the same thing on the on the field and then you transfer it to preparation for this week and, and that's how you do it. I mean, and then you rep the heck out of it all week in practice and make sure you, um, you know, you just train your body to know kind of how to overcome those mistakes. Special teams, in my opinion, is a, is a different, it's just a different animal. For us, I can only speak for our team, but for us, you know, the conversation with the kids is uh, they have to buy into the fact that that is an important third piece to the, to the puzzle in winning a football game. And Buying into it is just pure effort and and desire. It's not it's not strategy. It's not technique. It's some. It, it's certainly some of that, but it is desire and effort and and it is just the need and the and the desire and the want uh, to get and make special teams uh, a part of the overall game plan. And that's where we're going to put focus on this week with our kids and. And it's really a call to action to them. It's hey, you know, you need to rise to the occasion. we we've we've identified a weakness as great as our game was on Friday night. We've identified a weakness in the place where we need to get better, and so let's you know let's step up to the plate and let's see who wants to get better.
0: I tell you what, you got going for you for your special teams uh, is you got a bunch of young players, you got a bunch of talented players, and I know you've got some kids uh, that aren't starting that want to be starting. You know, yeah, and uh, so I think. uh, um, you those those kids will give you some good effort, and I think you're going to turn that that around. And and uh, um, I got no idea who's going to win this game. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, it's a coin toss to me. Uh, but uh, uh, it's going to be one fantastic game. You're going to have Scotty Melvin right there on the sideline somewhere. Uh, <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, 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 bringing us some kind of report after the game, but uh, man, uh, we are excited to to for you uh congratulations on an outstanding start to the season and uh we look forward to talking to you again is there anything else you want to talk about before we let you go
1: no nothing else for me dave i appreciate you having me on and we'll look forward to talking to you after the game at some point uh uh next week
0: we we will uh uh i know uh you guys uh uh, have some youtube for your home home games but uh the dog cast is what it's called uh uh, down there in Fort Madison. If you're an Iowa or you're a Fairfield Trojan listener, and you want to watch it on YouTube. Uh, and I think, uh, uh you guys got, uh, uh, KMCD, uh, uh, doing the play by play on the radio, don't you?
1: Yes, that's true.
0: Yep. Okay. So there's some ways to follow Well, uh, thanks for being with us and congratulations on, on an outstanding start to the season.
1: Yeah. Appreciate
0: you, Dave. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is helping us out with the High School Football and Round Guy Radio. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, machine operators for both first and second shift. Call 319-752-2781.